Welcome to the Inspiring Leader Podcast. Today's guests are Tracy Zaboril and Kara Hewitt, founders of Soul Happy, a technique that unites science, psychology, and spirituality. In this podcast, we learn about the Soul Happy technique. With the breakthroughs that have happened in the last couple of decades with neuroscience, it led to the development of a technique called Soul Happy, which helps people reach their full potential. If you have emotional baggage, and who among us doesn't, this new tool can help you reduce insecurities, stress, anxieties, and really start performing at your peak. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Inspiring Leader Podcast. I'm Annette Matthews, your host. I'm so excited for uh, both of my guests today. I have Tracy Zaboral and Kara Hewitt, founders of Soul Happy. Hello, ladies. Hello, Annette. So nice to be with you. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. As I mentioned to you, this is a brand new podcast. This is only our second one. So exciting. Thanks for inviting us. My pleasure. Excited to have you. So I wanted to tell my audience a little bit about you and your company and the work that you're doing. You guys are both psychotherapists and I know that there have been, there's been a lot of breakthroughs in neuroscience that have really led to the development of this technique that you're calling soul happy, which we'll get to in just a second. And it's really helped people reach their full potential. So first of all, I threw out a big word, neuroscience. Some of my listeners may not even know what that is. Can you simply describe what neuroscience is? <laughs> Do you want to take that or you want me to? Which one? Go ahead, Gary, you okay. can jump in. Well, so, so basically, um, what we understand as brainwave states um, and how it relates to uh, this topic, energy psychology, which is an up and coming term that, that we therapists are kind of uh, moving toward. And, and understanding brainwave states, and, and there's, you know, how, how different terminology is used for different concepts. So some people say that in meditation, you, you, lower your your brainwave states and that's that's kind of basically what it is when you are able to slow your brainwave states down and you access uh memory and your subconscious and things like that that is that neuroscience is a big word and it encompasses a lot more than that but for the purposes of of our work um that's that's kind of the uh the scope of our of the term neuroscience for us Okay. Well, tell me, you know, you coined this phrase, soul happy. What have you learned that really makes the soul happy? Mm. <laughs> so I guess, you know, I think that um, what we observed over time in, our, in, in both of our practices is that, you know, as people are living a very authentic life and they're kind of living their truth, which a lot of us think we don't really know what our truth is. Um, but we have found that people who are living authentically seems, seem to be kind of more in touch with what we'll call our soul in, in terms of using it in the context of soul happy. We also, though, in our technique, the soul happy technique, call it the super conscious. Um, and we help people get in touch with that. And all it is is really listening to listening to that inner voice and making uh, life choices and decisions and, and focusing your, your, you know, your direction um, while you utilize that inner voice that kind of helps direct you. 
does that kind of, so kind of the coinciding of, you okay. know, yeah. So, well, so tell me, so if it's listening to your soul, tell me a little bit more about your technique, if you can describe it. How do you go about listening to your soul? That sounds pretty big to me. <laughs> so we've got, the, so the technique has a couple different aspects to it. Um, and the more clinical pieces are the pieces that we use. So what, what Kara was saying earlier when we were talking about neuroscience, you know, now that we understand the way the subconscious mind stores and processes memory, which is kind of, this is the, these are the new findings that have helped us psychotherapists have some new tools and some new ways of looking at things. You know, for years, um, I've been in the field since the 80s. For years, I've been focused on the conscious analytical mind. And now we're focused on the subconscious mind, which as Kara pointed out, is a, it's a lower brainwave frequency. It happens to be where our memories are stored. And we happen to now know how to get to it. So now we kind of go right directly to the cause, um, or go right directly to the source, I should say, of the, you know, right to the memories. And we use tools of hypnosis which can then go and access the memories and scramble the way they're stored. And what that does is it, it decreases the um, intensity of the emotion attached to it. And then this other piece is just a little piece, believe it or not, that we've wedged in there in the, we wedged it between when you clear out the negativity and then you reprogram the positivity, we've wedged in there a little piece where it's basically a guided meditation that brings you to your core, the essence of who you are before you are even programmed positively or negatively. Does that, I mean, it was a long way of me circling back to the question. Yeah, I think it does. I'm still trying to get my arms around how it actually works. So you mentioned there's a hypnosis technique. So do you bring people into your office to do um, a big hypnosis session? So we, we, um, we were in private practice for many, many years, both Tracy and I, and found um, that at this point in our careers, we wanted a different path. So having been both of us trained in hypnosis, we decided to work with, um, in, in the, our, first, our first work was working with realtors um, on sales performance as a group. And we um, individually were working with these people and really found some incredible results. But one-on-one became very, uh, it, this, this technique became long and drawn out and very time consuming. And what we found is that we had such wonderful results with working with these realtors that we thought, why can we not film this and do this over the internet and make it more convenient, less expensive, um, and, and everyone lives their life through the internet anyway. So why not offer that? And so we did, we embarked on a, on, um, you know, we've been, we've been culminating this for years now where we have, um, released our program online. So it's, it, it can be done in the convenience of one's own home in their own time. And the privacy of their own home too, right? Privacy of their own home. There are sometimes a stigma with going to see a psychotherapist and going into the office and who you might see. So now they can do this uh, in their own home. Tell me a little bit about the science behind it. So um, I've heard, I think I saw on your website, it's a connection or convergence. Tell me about the convergence of those things and the science that's behind it. 
So, um, you know, the, the real piece that is the science piece that we're now using, that we're converging it with psychotherapy, with psychology is energy. So that's, you know, like quantum physics, basically, the more Karen and I understood energy and the way energy works and the way energy works within, you know, our mind um, and the brain science behind how things are stored energetically. Brainwave frequencies, as Karen mentioned earlier, that is a, that the frequency is a form of energy. So it's like trying to match um, energetically, match the uh, memories in the way that they're stored. They're stored in the form of energy. Then we also learned that energy is um, malleable and manipulative. We can manipulate it. You know, neuroplasticity implies the malleability or the kind of the plasticness, the, the malleable um, entity of energy. So all of this, and, and that it is brand new stuff for us psychotherapists who have been doing old fashioned, you know, psychoanalytic therapy, you know, to be thinking along these lines, it's like 30 years into my career, I'm like suddenly in the wild west. And this energy piece is the science piece. It can be measured. Um, you know, one of our heroes, Joe Dispenza measures um, through EEGs. Uh, Kara, what all does he use? Uh, um, EEGs and well, just just the fact that the brainwave states are measurable you know yeah. this, is not, this is not like woo woo stuff it's all science research backed and um joe Dispenza is a pioneer in that field of understanding brainwaves and so suddenly you know we have actual you know the field of psychology has always it's, it's by nature kind of subjective and suddenly we have science there's nothing subjective about science to measure you know where we're going in the mind um, through these measurable frequencies and then to recognize that we could change the frequencies is how you know we we came to understand you can scramble the way the memory is stored so the memory doesn't carry such a strong charge. So, you know, we're, we're just like thrilled beyond thrilled to be, to be doing, using the science-backed, you know, science-backed therapy. It's kind of new for us. Well, I love it because uh, energy to me uh, has been a bit woo-woo. Um, I live and work right outside of Boulder. I was in uh, Boulder for 13 years and it seems like sort of a concept uh, that you would hear in that community. But the more I hear about it, the more I read about it, it really is um, starting, we're learning more about it. It's becoming more based in science where you're really able to measure the impact, you're able to measure the outcome of it. So I find it really interesting. And Kara, you were mentioning that you're seeing some really good results with it. Tell me about some of your clientele and how they've had you know, some of the changes that you've seen. And I think you said that you've, that you've even had some business results with it. We have, um, when we've, when Tracy and I um, just happened upon a, a, some individuals who wanted us to work with a group of, of realtors for sales performance. And both of us in private practice working with things like depression and anxiety and um, you know, other, other types of, of, of disorders that were coming into our offices, we thought, you know, this, this opportunity is really fantastic for us because as clinicians, um, we know that this will work um, with, with sales performance. We just knew it. And sure enough, we had incredible results of working with these realtors there. In fact, I believe they had the best quarter um, sales performance 
as a as a group um, that they had that year, and they attributed it to our the work that we did with them. Um, so we thought, you know, this is something that is really what is really wonderful about our technique is that you can you can use it for sales performance. You could work it for um, uh, testing, like um, we've had students work, work with, you know, testing results, um, you know, working with the SAT, uh, ACT. We've had um, individuals work for um, athletes, athletes, um, past relationship disappointments, things like that. So it really runs the gamut of working um, with these individuals. And I will say that the technique is not for um, for true large trauma, we didn't. It was we didn't design it that way um, to to work for, um, for for PTSD or things like that. We we would say we work with the small T or the or the smaller traumas that are found in childhood um, or young adulthood, and that that's mainly what you know the 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 scope of the work that we're dealing with and with this technique. I mean, well, if people are wondering, like, well, how does it do that? How does it help with their sales, you know, with their sales numbers, you know, working with small T. So what we do is, you know, throughout your lifetime, you have accumulated a lifetime worth of disappointments, failures, and it all adds to our insecurities. And, and insecurities, by the way, are a, that is a universal human condition. We all have insecurities. I mean, even the people who act the most secure, they're probably the most insecure of all. So the point is, is if we can go in and help scramble those small T's, those, those, you know, you got picked on, you know, in the third grade and it just made you feel like an idiot and it just got lodged in there and it was part of you know, kind of now who you've become when you feel insecure. So we, um, we go in and we, we kind of clear out when we say we reprogram the mind, what we, what we attempt to do is clear out the, the emotions attached to that accumulated negativity. And then we reprogram the mind with positive winning scenarios. So for instance, reprogramming it with, um, in the case of salespeople, you know, that they're just picturing themselves, you know, really connecting with buyers and sellers and they're, you know, they're just having great day after day after day, you know, or for the SAT, you know, you program, you're getting that great score, whatever it might be down the road. So I just wanted to kind of clarify exactly how it works, what it does. I love it. And it sounds like as I listen to you, it's, it's, is some, there's something for almost everybody. I mean, as you started to talk about people with insecurities, people with anxiety, high stress, anybody in a corporate job today Absolutely. most likely has high stress. So it's really the broad population as opposed to um, the people who would typically come to see you with big trauma. So it's, it sounds like Good. it's uh, pretty broad based. Right. All right. Once people use the technique, um, do they have to use it a lot, a couple of times? How long do you see results last? So, you know, research is indicated in the term neuroplasticity, which is really like, that's a whole nother, that would be a whole nother podcast <laughs> to talk about that concept because it's a big, it's a big concept. But the, but neuroplasticity started, um, the studies indicated um, how this works back in the 50s. And it has to do with athletes and athletes were studied and found that repetition of an app, for instance, shooting free throws, uh, basketball players, that's the particular study happened to be that. When 
when you mentally exercise the free throw shots and you physically exercise the free throw shots, the, the outcome was the same. So that, that study led to several others and the term neuroplasticity was formulated from, these, from the beginnings of these studies and it's primarily been used with athletes through the years. And it has to do with repetition of a mental exercise. And that's where this concept of repetition comes to play. And we, we know this is true because you can't just, you know, start playing the piano extremely well and not, and not practice. I mean, practice makes the piano player, you know, the concert pianist. That's what we know. That's how the mind is trained. Um, so it's similar concepts of, and that's just a simplified version of it, but that's, that's basically... Um, there must be repetition with, with anything that is learned. But and the exciting thing is this repetition is quick, right, Kara? Like what we actually have them do? Our, our particular technique is quick. And yes, it is something that is done over 30, 60, sometimes 90 days. Um, but under three, under like it can be 30 seconds a day. Right. So we, so we reprogram the mind and we use, we have symbols that we imprint in the mind. You, you study the symbols daily and that's, that's the repetition piece that she's referring to. Yeah. As you were talking, it kind of reminded me of muscle memory. Um, I played, you mentioned the piano. I played viola when I was in elementary school, middle school and high school and hadn't picked up an instrument for decades. And when I did pick it up, my fingers had muscle memory uh, back to when I used to play. So it kind of sounds like the same sort of technique that once it gets imprinted there, then you remember it for a long time over and over. What I like to hear, I like the fact that it's really a quick, you know, very relatively short, short time every single day, because we all know that we're busy and we don't have a lot of time to spare. But that, you know, within a month or two or three months, you can be seeing some changes. Unlike the past therapy, when people used to go and see therapists for years and years and years uh, oh, without yeah. the improvement, right? They would right. just keep going and going. It always had some limited outcomes is what we observed. And that's really what, what happened is Karen and I both uh, separately, but it, but but in sync came to the conclusion, there's just gotta be a better way, you know? And then thankfully we met and we just started, you know, researching what else is out there. Well, they say necessity is the mother of invention. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, as we start to wrap up, do you have any tips for my audience um, about how to live um, an inspiring life or anything that um, they could walk away with from an inspirational perspective? Well, one of the our one of our great thought leaders, I think um, Tracy and I at least have felt like Wayne Dyer has had such contribution to not only our field of psychology but just just people in the whole self development field. I think he um, he has been such an incredible inspiration for most. So I would I would tell your listeners to to pick up any of his books and read them they're easy to read they're he's got great information and um you know the whole concept of change your thoughts change your mind i mean that's kind of a mantra that he i think he developed a long time ago but it's so relevant to our technique and where in the way that we approach 
um, you know, our field now, at least from speaking for, for the two of us. Um, so I would say pick up, pick up his books. He's, he's, he's amazing. His work is amazing. He's one of my favorite authors, and I actually did a podcast for someone else recently and used that exact same quote, so. Oh, is that right? That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Certainly something I live by and have believed for a very long time. Well, I want to thank both of you for being on the show. Uh, to find out more about Tracy and Kara's work, you can go to soulhappy.com. That's S-O-U-L, happy.com. I found on their website podcasts and videos, and you guys have a new book coming out as well. We Tell do. me a little bit about the book. We do. It should be out on Amazon very, very soon. Very soon. Wonderful. Well, people can go out to Amazon and check that out as well. Uh, for my listeners, please leave us a comment. Let me know what resonated with you. And if you find that there's anything from this podcast that somebody else could benefit from, please feel free to forward it on. And with that, I'm signing off. Uh, this is Annette Matthews, knowing you are an inspiring leader. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Inspiring Leader Podcast with Annette Matthews, leadership specialist, emotional intelligence coach, and everything DISC guru. For more information on how Aspen Edge can work with you and your business, please visit aspenedgeconsulting.com today. Mm-hmm.